I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. According to Dan Sullivan, 80% is getting results while 100% is still thinking about it. If you are unwilling to just publish or put your work out there at 80%, then you're never going to actually get anything done. If you're still trying to get perfect, if you're still trying to get it to 100%, you're never going to get there. 80% gets results. 80% means it's done but not perfect. It means that you've put something out there and you're testing it. One of the things that Dan actually talks about, and by the way, Dan is the founder of Strategic Coach, which is the number one coaching program in the world for entrepreneurs. One of the things he says is you should always actually test your ideas on check writers. But even if you don't have clients that are paying you lots of money and you're testing your new, new ideas on them, you should be comfortable and willing to test your new ideas on the internet, on the market. This could mean anything. It could mean a product you're selling. It could be an idea you're testing. If you're a blogger or a vlogger, if you're throwing out ideas, 80% gets results while 100% is still thinking about it. Let me give an example. This is a book I wrote quite a few, you know, three or four years ago at this point. And there's a great quote that says that a painting is never finished. It simply ends in an interesting place. A painting is never finished. It simply ends in an interesting place. This book was never finished. It just ended in an interesting place. Done is better than perfect. I got it done. I got it to 80% and I got it out there. Now, the thing is, is your future self is going to be a different person than you are now. Your future self is going to see the world differently than you are now. If I was to rewrite this book now, it would be a very different book than what I wrote three years ago. But I'm still glad my former self wrote this book. They wrote, a, they, they painted a picture. It was never finished. It ended in an interesting place. So the problem with 100% thinking is, is that you always... You're, you think that one day you're going to actually get the thing done. Yes, you'll get it done, but it will never be finished. Nothing's ever finished. And so you're better off getting better and better at getting to 80% fast. Get to 80%, get comfortable with 80%, throw it out at 80%, and then from there you can tweak and test it. And the more you put work out there, the more you'll be able to actually get better and better at getting to 80% faster. And the 80% that you create now is fundamentally different from the 80% you used to make. As an example, I've since written multiple other books oh whoops these two books actually came out in 2020 now both of them same as willpower doesn't work are basically un they're paintings that never got finished they just ended in an interesting place i could still be writing any and all of those books now but you have to finish them at some point the same is true for every video i publish or every article i write and the same is true of you i know a lot of people who they procrastinate creating projects, um, doing anything because they're so busy trying to make it perfect and they don't realize that 80% gets results, 100% is still thinking about it. And 
The truth is, is that your ideas will change and grow over time, but you clog your mind of creative thinking if you're still working on something. As an example, if I was still working on this book and like I was trying to make it perfect, which it will never be perfect. My ideas on this are going to continue to change and evolve. If I had never finished this, I would have never been able to think about the ideas in this book or the ideas in this book. And so by not getting something done, you literally clog your thinking. This is one thing that people don't don't understand about creativity. It's not a well that you exhaust. It's actually a system that you expand. The more you create, the more you can create because you become more and more confident putting things out there. You get better and better at chiseling, creating, organizing, and ultimately you get better and better at moving things forward. It's exactly the same as love. The more love you give, the more love you have ability to give love. So it's not like you're going to exhaust your well. I know a lot of people, for example, they may be a coach or a consultant, or they may sell online products, online, online information products. It could be a book. Just as an example, they have all sorts of ideas, but they don't necessarily want to give them all the way up front because they're trying to like keep some of the better stuff on some of maybe their high ticket items. What I have found is that the more you give away up front, the higher quality of stuff you'll come up with for your other work. So you're better off just giving it away all up front, giving away all your best information, emptying your well, so to speak, because then you're actually expanding your well and you're getting better and better at creating things. Now, the 80% rule also works in collaboration. Just as an example, a lot of times when it comes to collaboration, you've got to pass your part of the project off to someone. So for example, if I'm writing a book, I need to pass off my part of it to the editor. Well, if I'm still trying to get it perfect and I don't pass off my 80% to the editor, then they're sitting there waiting for me to get it perfect. And here's the thing. If I just got it to 80% and threw it to them really quick, they would be able to give me insights that I could never get on my own trying to perfect it. And so sometimes you need to actually get your idea and either throw it to the next person on the project or throw it out to the audience. And what happens is, is the audience then gives you feedback, which then gives you insight that you could have never gotten if you were just away in a cave. There's actually a lot of research on this subject. So I, I believe it's a quote from Harvard Business Review, but they say that the eureka moment for the lone genius idea is a myth. There's no such thing as a lone genius out there creating in a cave. Creativity is a collaborative process. It's you working with other people. It's you bouncing ideas off of different audiences. And so the faster and faster you can just throw your ideas out there, the faster you can throw your work out there, the more comfortable you can get at 80% the better and better you'll get at actually finishing projects. And that in and of itself is a skill. In fact, Brian Tracy called it eating the frog. Eating the frog means that very successful people, they get better and better at completing projects. You have to get, you have to build that muscle. So many people, they can start something. They can start a book. They can start training for a marathon. They can start doing this or that. But very few of them get good at finishing. And finishing is a skill you need to develop. And so one of the reasons why you want to get better and better at being okay with 80% is you need to build that muscle of finishing something, even if it's just finishing a blog post or finishing some form, some, some small project, finishing the run that you're on, finishing the workout you're on. Again, people can start, but finishing is a muscle you've got to build. And as you get better and better at finishing imperfect things and then getting better and better at finishing, 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 you'll get better and better at finishing better and better things. So that's the 80% rule. It's essential for anyone who's in the information world. It's essential for anyone who's a creator. It's just getting better at output. There's a lot of research on the idea. For example, the teacher who broke their class, it was a pottery teacher, who broke their class into two different groups. And basically the objective was which group could make the better pot. He asked group A 
to just make as many pots as possible throughout the semester. And he asked group B to make the absolute perfect pot. And so group A just started making tons of pots. They just made pot after pot after pot and a lot of more garbage. But by the end of the semester, they'd made like 50 or 100 hundreds of pots and they had gotten good at making pretty dang good pots because through the process of creating, ultimately, they got better and better. Whereas the other group, they were trying so hard to make one perfect pot that they couldn't even end up doing it. So group A could consistently make and quickly, and they knew the process because they had finished it over and over again. They could make way better pots, and ultimately they made a way better single pot than the one group because they were just, they were fine churning. And so quantity is ultimately the path to quality. And at, at the end of the day, once you get better and better and more prolific at your craft, you then ultimately can scale it back a little bit and you can take on bigger projects. But often it takes doing a ton of small projects. If you're a writer, that's a, you know, a bunch of blog posts. You look at the lives of any of the current top writers or authors in the world right now, a lot of it was churning out literally hundreds of blog posts. You look at musicians churning out hundreds of songs. Eventually, you can get to a, uh, a much higher level where you scale back and you start focusing purely on quality and probably on collaboration versus on individual pursuits. You then work on bigger projects, more collaborative projects, but you've built the skill of finishing. You've built the skill of creating. You've built the skill and the comfort level of going 80%, and you know that nothing's ever going to be finished and you get quicker and quicker at seeking feedback rather than holding on to your idea, you just openly want feedback. You're, and you're especially open to getting feedback from a live audience. It's exactly like professional comedians. Professional comedians, they test hundreds and hundreds of jokes on live audiences. You want to test your ideas on live audiences. Again, Dan Sullivan tests his ideas on paying audiences. He has coaching programs that are $10,000, $25,000, $50,000 a year, and he tests his ideas on, on check writers because they're the ones who ultimately are more invested. But you can and should test your ideas as fast as possible on audiences because the faster you get that feedback, the faster you can transform the idea. That's, that's another great concept from Dan is he talks about how his part of the creative process is only 50%. The second 50% is from the feedback of the audience, which then transforms the idea moving forward. That requires a great deal of what psychologists would call psychological flexibility. You've got to be willing to be flexible, not hold on to your ideas not too long, not overly think about and overly, you know, spin your wheels. You quickly get it to an efficient 80%, throw it out to the audience, test it, then keep tweaking it and get better and better at completing and finishing. You then become a lot more flexible. You become a lot more confident in your ability to create. You become more prolific. And here's another final thing. When it comes to creating a lot of things, you can never guess and you can never predict the things that will actually hit. Any person who's ever created a lot of things and, and then their work actually became successful, they'll tell you the same thing. You can never predict which blog posts are going to go viral. You can never predict which songs are going to go viral. You can never predict which product is going to blow up. But if you're creating, ultimately, you're going to get better and better and better. And you're putting, and it's also a numbers game. You're putting yourself in a position where statistically, it's just something's going to pop. Something's going to blow up. And you'll get better and better at measuring and seeing what works. So that's the 80% rule at work. That's the 80% rule of creativity. That's the 80% 80 rule of ultimately getting work done. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in, and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full Future Self course 
and other goodies, such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.